Downloads of this show are available on Podomatic.com and the Podomatic mobile app. Welcome to Look at My Records on Radio Free Brooklyn. It is August 4th, 2018. We just kicked off the program with Demolition USA by Jane Church. It's the A-side off of the new single presenting Jane Church. A-side, right? Or is that the uh, B-side? It's B-side. Damn. So oh, I messed up. So close. I had two choices and I messed it up. But I am here with Matt Stevenson, Jane Church, 
How you doing today? Uh, yeah, good. You doing well? Yeah. Excited to have you here. New single just physically released last week. Last Friday, you had a release show at Our Wicked Lady. How's it feel to have it out there in the world on vinyl? Uh, good. Good? I'm, yeah, I'm happy it's out there. And so you recorded these two songs kind of a while ago, and now it's finally getting a physical release. How, that feels, how does that feel to uh, get it out there as yeah, no, vinyl? Feels, yeah, mission accomplished, I guess. I've had these for ages. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm very excited for them. But I usually like to start the program when I have a guest on kind of talking about how you got your start in music. You're from outside of New York City. You were telling me before that you had a lot of experience going to shows in the city growing up and things like that. Uh, when did you start writing music, playing in bands, stuff like that? Uh, probably about seven years ago. I didn't, um, I don't think I completed a song until I was about 21. And before that, I would have what I thought were songs, but it would just be like one chord for like six minutes and just like pages and pages of lyrics. And then I uh, gradually taught myself how to how to uh, understand song structure and stuff like that. And uh, so a lot of trial and error. I can't read music or anything. A lot of people can't read music, though. So you self-taught, got your start on your own, didn't really play in bands in high school or anything or just... Uh, nothing serious. Nothing serious. No. And you were in a pretty beloved band called spires for a while was that similarly beloved. i don't know if i go that far <laughs> but yeah that yeah i was and uh was that more of a band or kind of a solo project like you're doing right now uh i'd say we were a band definitely even though i was the one that wrote all the songs yeah we we're definitely definitely a band and now jane church is more of a solo project right these are more your songs as compared to that. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. But, um, I mean, that could change. I don't know. At the moment, like these, uh, this seven inch we just put out and then the LP we're going to put out later in the year, I, I think are very much solo records. Cool. And the two songs that you wrote for presenting Jane Church, uh, Demolition USA and um, This Here City kind of have a similar theme, I'd say. Um, seems to be focused on city life in a way. Is that, would you interpret that the same way or? Mm, no. Uh, well, I think the A side, this here city. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. I, that was um, something I'd rediscovered. It was just like a couple lines in like a notebook that I had forgotten about probably from three years ago, but then I put chords to it and turned it into a song. So you kind of had lyrics lying around for these two songs and then rediscovered them? No, no, generally not. Generally, the song is finished um, within like two days. But that was just kind of a fluke with that one A-side. But it turned out nicely, I think. And how'd that, how'd that happen? Did you just flip through a notebook and kind of find it and realize, oh, this is perfect. Let me meld those two together. Yeah. Uh, in the past couple of years, I've made a conscious effort to keep everything I write in the same notebook, um, which is good. It's, yeah, definitely done me some favors. It's important to record everything, even I, if you think it sucks. I think it's dope. But I was reading an interview that you did recently, and you described your sound as Beetlegum and janitor rock. And personally, I love when 
bands and artists kind of make up their own terms to describe their sound. Why'd you specifically pick those terms? Uh, well, beetle gum, I guess that's just my way of referring to stuff that's kind of reminiscent of like mid sixties pop, like right before it got really psychedelic, like kind of like Mr. Tambourine Man record or by the birds, by the birds or, or rubber soul by the Beatles. It's like that stuff that's right on the cusp of getting really tripped out, but it still kind of, uh, falls into the category of top 40 pop. So lots of tambourines, lots of 12th string guitars like that. That's so like thumpy bass lines, that kind of shit. Like I think, uh, yeah, that falls under the category of beetle gum. And then janitor rock, that's just basically like the replacements, pre, <laughs> <laughs> pre-major label replacements. And that's fitting too, because Paul Westerberg, I'm pretty sure was a janitor for before the replacements were formed. And so do, do you look at the replacements as an influence, would you say? I'm not sure I totally hear it in these songs. Um, they were at a time for certain certain songs, not everything. Yeah. Um, but we definitely have uh, some demos floating around on somebody's hard drive that was like, I kind of experimented with that sound. So that really just down and out, like almost ironic Americana. So would you say you're talking more like mid-era replacements like Tim... And uh, not like, sorry, Ma, I forgot to take out the trash. No, all that stuff, right? <laughs> but right before, uh, what's that one they made at the at the Big Star Studios? Yeah, I know uh, what you're talking about with I Will Dare. Yeah, yeah, before yeah. before it got really, like, uh, polished. Yeah, because yeah. the really polished one is Pleased to Meet Me. Yeah, that's what like, I'm talking about. Yeah, oh, that's yeah, the one you're one. talking about? I, I yeah. do like that record. Oh, it's a but, great uh, record. Yeah. But it's much different than what you would think of when you thought of early replacements for sure. Yeah. And so you also have a full length coming out in October. It's completely recorded. When'd you lay down those tracks and who'd you record with? Um, that album was recorded. It's basically a compilation, but we've mastered it to flow properly. So it won't sound like that when you hear it. But two of those songs were recorded in 2016 at a guy named Matt Molnar's house. Uh, he's a really talented musician, talented producer. Uh, yeah, we just did that in his room. Um, and then in 2017, we recorded some stuff at our guitar player, Ali Awan's house in uh, like outside Philadelphia. That's three of the songs. And then another three, uh, two of which I hope to play on this show a little bit later, um, were recorded in May of this year at Mozart Street Studios, and they were produced by a guy named Ryan Howe. And how was that whole process basically taking songs that were kind of already recorded in a compilation and then mastering them to fit into an album? Because uh, it seems like it's not, a, at least from my perspective, not a traditional way to put together an album. No, it's, it's not. Different. Well, because I basically record when I have enough money to do that. Yeah. Like it costs a fortune to make a record, no matter how lo-fi it's going to be. Uh, so luckily all these recordings kind of squash together work and flow properly but uh, our label Greenway has a mastering guy out, out in LA that did a really good job of making everything flow together so really psyched for, for people to hear it yeah and you recently signed to Greenway Records great Brooklyn based label how'd you get uh, hooked up there and how'd you get signed because it's a great label with great roster of bands Acid Dad La Rosa's lots of great local bands yeah uh 
a pretty pretty old school A and R approach. I got to say, like the <laughs> label owner saw us and didn't say anything, and then he saw us again, and they approached me, and I gave him a cassette that had some demos on it, and yeah. I don't know. The deal seemed good. So, yeah, we're putting out this single, this album, and then probably another single afterwards. That's awesome. Congratulations. Yeah. And the album is going to be called Kali Mocho Molotov. Yeah, Kali Mocho Molotov. Any reason for that specific title? It's something I made up. Do you know what Kali Mocho is? No, I don't. It's what kids in Spain do. It's when you mix, like, really cheap red wine with uh, Coca-Cola. <laughs> and... uh uh, I don't. It doesn't really mean anything. That's cool. Yeah. That's good. Sometimes when it doesn't mean anything, people like me will be like, "This is what this means. This yeah. is what this guy's going for." So it's good. Leave it up I to everyone's like interpretation. Kind of a, yeah. Like a love reference. Love had that record to Capo. I don't know what the hell they were talking about. Yeah. That. So I just, but that's yeah. good. Leave it uh, shrouded in mystery, right? Yeah. And so that'll be out in October. Mm-hmm. Can't wait to hear it. And. The name, you got the name Jane Church, I read from a Sparks demo. That's correct. Any any reason in particular for selecting that? Not really. I mean, I kept having ideas for names, and I would run them by friends. They'd be like, ah, oh, no, that sounds too, too hip or, like, you know, too obvious. And then that one, everybody that I was consulting seemed to agree was a good idea. So I just went with it. Yeah, I like it. And would you say... You draw influence from Sparks' early material? No, I'm just a big fan. I don't yeah. think they influenced this project. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. All right. So let's play some songs. I'd love to play the B side, well, the A side, excuse me, of this single, This Here City. Okay. And then you were nice enough to give us two songs from the soon to be released full length Kali Mocho, Molotov. Is that what I said? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. double checking. Yeah, so we got this here city, which we talked about already, but then Bleed and New England. Uh, anything you'd like to say about Bleed and New England before uh, we play them? No. No. Just, just enjoy them? Yeah. This is my first time hearing them, too. Is this the uh, first time they've been heard on the radio? You'd yes. Say? So everyone, this is a, it's a pretty big moment, exclusive premiere of two Jane Church songs that you can hear on their latest record that's going to be coming out in October on Greenway Records. Do they have a release date yet specifically or no? Uh, Not at the moment. Okay. So sometime in October. Soon. Before Halloween. Because Halloween's the 31st. Before Halloween, yes. All right. So we'll start off with This Year City, followed by two brand new songs, Bleed and New England. Here we go.
two brand two brand new songs from Jane Church. At the top, we heard the A side to the brand new single. No, the B side. Yeah, the A side. This yeah. here city. <laughs> this here city. And then Bleed in New England. Two new songs that are going to be on Jane Church's upcoming debut full length album, which will be released in October on Greenway Records. Kali Mo. Oh, uh, Molotov, correct? Close. Close, close, very close. Kali Mocho, Molotov. There we go. So everyone stay tuned. I know I can't wait to hear it. That was my first time hearing those two songs. Really great songs. Thank you. Keep up the excellent, excellent songwriting, my friend. But now we're going to transition to the second portion of the program. You picked some records from my record collection, and we're going to play them. And we're starting off with Sparks. Girl from Germany off of a woofer in tweeters clothing, right? Yeah. Yes. And that's uh, their second album, I believe. Yeah, it's the their second, second release. album. Yeah. Put out on Bearsville, 1972. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's crazy. They were putting out great stuff that early. It seems like, I think a Sparks is an 80s band, but they had such a, this prolific output in the 70s. Oh, absolutely. Before that, yeah. yeah. Really good stuff. And... Why'd you wind up picking that? I know Sparks, Jane Church is the name of a Sparks demo. So there is kind of a link there. Yeah, a little You're bit a of a fan. I just like this record. Yeah. I've, I've listened to it in its entirety more times than I can count. And I think it's super underrated. So wanted to wanted to play this song. And when did you uh, discover Sparks? Do you remember when you started listening to them? Yeah. Yeah. Probably like nine years ago. I was just at this kid's house and he was playing... Uh, the Sparks record called Angst in My Pants. And I was yeah. just like, because their album t- titles and song titles always have like weirdo names and puns and stuff. Uh, I was just blown away by it. I thought it was really cool. It's this song in particular called Sherlock Holmes. And then, I don't know, yeah. And why'd you pick this song in particular on the this record? Uh, I think it's a really strong album opener. Yeah, it yeah. kicks off with a bang for sure. Yes. Right? Yeah. All right, awesome. So we're starting off with Sparks. And then we got Olivia, Tremor Control. Excellent pick. That's a band that's really close to my heart. I just love them so much. And I was so pleased to see that you had selected them and you picked Holiday Surprise 123 off of Dusk at Cubist Castle. Yeah, that's right. And we were talking during the break a lot about Olivia Tremor Control and Elephant Six Collective. And would you say they're a big influence on your sound? I could definitely hear hints of that type of sound, Elephant Six Collective sound in Jane Church's songs. Definitely. Well, Olivia Tremor Control in particular. Uh, I don't really listen to too many other Elephant Six bands at this point, but I'll never get sick of the Olivia Tremor Control. I probably first heard them when I was about 15. And yeah, huge influence on any any music project I've been involved with. Oh, wow. So you discovered them pretty early. I remember not discovering them until I was like in college and being blown away. And do you remember how you stumbled upon this record at pretty early age too to discover uh, a band that at the time probably pretty obscure I think too. probably just through illegal downloading. But then like I, I had LimeWire and I found out about a lot of cool music through illegally downloading yeah. stuff back in the day. And... Uh, yeah, there was very, 
this was like 2005, there was very little information on them online, but I found the Elephant Six website. And since I was 15, I didn't have like a credit card or anything. So I just mailed $15 in an envelope to Elephant Six in Athens, Georgia. And sure enough, two weeks later, I had a copy of Dusk at Cubist Castle by Olivia Tremor Control. And the rest is history. The rest is history. The rest is history. Yeah. And you were telling me you actually got to see the Olivia Tremor Control live a couple of times. And I have to say I'm pretty jealous because I unfortunately didn't get that opportunity. What do you remember from seeing them live? Well, first time I saw them live, it was at Poisson Rouge. And uh, oh, it's just that's one of the best shows I've ever been to. But I remember they had like this 12 foot metronome on stage. (laughs) That was really intense. And there was there were easily over 14 people in their whole collective that night. And it was just, yeah, just massive Phil Spector wall of sound and just just incredible, yeah. And I'm sure you'll never forget that. And hopefully more live tapes of Olivia Tremble Control will surface on the internet. I got to do a little digging and see what's going on because I would love to at least experience them live a little bit. I know they played, they must have played Pitchfork Fest in 2012 or 2011. There's some videos of their performance that mm-hmm. year. I saw them so, around that time, too. I saw them at Music Hall in Williamsburg in 2012. Yeah. That's awesome. That yeah, was good. Good for you, man. You yep. made the right choice. You're a smart guy. Sometimes. <laughs> All right. But uh, after that, you selected so we the, got the Verlaines. The Verlaines. Yeah. A great. 80s New bands. Zealand band yeah, for, off of Flying Nun Flying Records. Nun. Yeah, Another right. excellent choice. I'm obsessed with Australia, New Zealand bands and the sound of that era, which another, I'd say, probably definitely an influence on Jane Church a little bit. Yeah, say, yeah for definitely. sure. Not as much the... Because I don't hear as much of the lo-fi of the clean in your stuff. Your sound... Your sound the recording sounds a little more polished yeah, and stuff like and that. Yeah, and I don't go too deep with Flying Nun stuff, but I think with me and, and, and those people, there's just a mutual appreciation of, like, Velvet Underground. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Or, yeah. And and why the Verlaines in particular, out of all the Flying Nun bands, like The Clean, The um, Bats? I just love this song, Death and the Maiden, which is uh, side one, first song. On side Can one. I say it's another great kickoff track to an absolutely, album? Absolutely, yeah. The way the kind of like the chorus breaks down. Mm -hmm. I love that song as well. Then after that, we have a song by Chris Cohen. He's an artist. I think he actually used to be in Deerhoof. He was in Deerhoof. I didn't know that until recently. Yeah, I mean, his his solo music sounds nothing like Deerhoof. (laughs) But uh, he's a really great musician that our drummer, uh, Pete Hilton, just uh, recently turned me on to. This song's called Yesterday's On My Mind. It's a beautiful, beautiful song. Yeah, you yeah. really, like, I was like, ah, oh, really, dude, uh, you know what's up? You really, picked that song. Yeah, really haunting. Beautiful song, haunting, haunting guitars. Yeah, yeah. this is uh, one of the newer records I picked, only new record I picked. This is from 2016. It was put out through Captured Tracks. He also has an entire record, I think, of NRBQ covers or something. Really? Yeah. I don't know if it's an entire record or if it's just one song. Actually, it may just be one song, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's pretty good, and he's incredible. And I, it's crazy that to think that he was in Deerhoof, another really good band, but does not sound anything like his solo stuff. Yeah, which is much more mellow. That's a mark I would of say a mark of a very talented person. Yeah, for sure. Transition like that. Yeah. 
All right, so let's listen to these songs. We got Sparks, Olivia Tremor Control, The Verlaines, and Chris Cohen. Thanks for making some really, really good picks today. Yeah, no problem. Hey, you did it. You knocked it out of the park. Here we go. Sparks. Oh 
Chris Cohen, yesterday's on my mind. Hey, great picks, Mr. Jane Church. Excellent selection. We heard Sparks, the Verlaines, Olivia Tremor Control, and Chris Cohen. Coming to the end of the program, we're going to play one more song by you. But before we do that, just want to chat real quick. You got any great shows coming up? Jane Church playing in the area. Uh, I hope they're great, but uh, <laughs> we're going to be playing at Coney Island Baby in the East Village on August 21st. Uh, and then on September 1st, we're going to be supporting Holly Golightly at uh, Mercury Lounge, which I'm really excited about. That's awesome. And have you been to Coney Island Baby yet? New venue? No, not yet. I haven't been. I'm excited to check it out. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah, it here. used to be Hi-Fi and before that Brownies. So it's good that it's existed as a venue for this long because when they closed the last one i thought it wasn't going to be a venue anymore oh yeah but yeah. yeah and any other plans for 2018 i know you got the album coming out in october no set release date yet but 
Uh, there's shows in the works, too. They just oh, cool. haven't been announced. Well, actually, yeah, one has been announced. We're going to be playing with uh, Dirty Fences on September 28th. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's awesome. That'll be pretty Very rare. exciting. Um, but, yeah, just, just more shows. Just, just keep doing what we're doing. And for anyone that would like to purchase the 7-inch that's available via Greenway Records, it's available via greenwayrecords.com. Press to 100 on vinyl. Is it on Bandcamp? Uh, I don't think it's on Bandcamp. Yeah, I didn't see it on Bandcamp. Yeah. But it's greenwayrecords.com. Get it quick. Only 100 pressed for presenting Jane Church. And yeah, we're going to play one more song to finish the program. You're listening to Look at My Records on Radio Free Brooklyn. Rocket to the Kremlin. And I read that this song is not about the current political climate. It is a story you wrote yeah. based on the lyrics. Do you want to just tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, I, I just had, I, I like saw this this song in comic book frames almost, and it was just kind of about like a, oh, a wow. spy. <laughs> so it was about an yeah. American spy or a Russian spy? American, who's, who's taken in by the Russians. In, during Cold War era or modern day? I don't know. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. So it's up to you, listener out there. Did this Rocket to the Kremlin story occur during the Cold War era or modern day? I'd like to say modern day. Yeah, let's, let's keep let's, it fresh, let's go right? With modern day. Let's keep it fresh. That? Yeah. But when did you write that this song? Was this a newer song? Uh, it was probably like late 2016. Cool. Yeah. So these three songs that you've released, you've had under your belt for a little while now, and you're putting them out yeah, into the world right now. Yeah. And that's great. And this song will be on the full length that's coming out in October. Yes. Can't wait to hear it. Can't wait to have it on a physical copy because yeah. it's just out there digitally right now. And it's a, another really great song by Gene Church. And I want to thank you for stopping by. It was a pleasure talking with you. Oh, thanks so much for having me. And you can come back anytime. Great shows coming up for Gene Church. But right now... Let's hear it. Rocket to the Kremlin. A really, really good song by Jane Church. Thanks, everyone. You've been listening to Look at My Records on Radio Free Brooklyn.